Welcome to the Rialto Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Fitzpatrick. If you are a business owner or entrepreneur looking to have a thriving business, you've come to the right place. We cover the best marketing, growth, and business tips sprinkled with a little bit of mindset to keep you motivated. How do you preserve and manage cash for your business in a downturn like we're experiencing today? I've got a special guest with me, and that is what we are going to get into. I am Tim Fitzpatrick with Rialto Marketing, and I am super excited to have Christy Barber with me. She's with the fitness accounting firm. Welcome, Christy. Happy to have you. Hey, thanks, Tim. So um, before we kind of get into what we're really going to talk about, which is how to preserve and manage cash flow, just tell me a little bit about you and, and what you're doing. Yeah, so uh, we have an accounting firm that specializes in helping gyms with managing their accounting, uh, operational strategies, and, I, and we also help other businesses that are not necessarily in the gym industry, so distribution, manufacturing, other small businesses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, accounting is accounting, right? It's accounting, yep. It <laughs> kind of goes across all industries, and it's the same rules yeah. for the most part. <laughs> Got it. So right now, I know in Colorado, we've got, um, we're starting to open back up slowly, um, being cautious about it. And I know other parts of the country are doing the same. There are still some states that are, are still in, in shelter in place or lockdown, but I know there are plans to start opening things up a little bit. And as we do that, how, how, does, how do these businesses that have really been shut down or at partial capacity how do they plan from an accounting perspective to start reopening business i think there are a couple things that you can do and a lot of it is kind of listening to what your city jurisdiction or state what those rules are going to be so that you're abiding by those as well of so many people can come in at a time and then looking at that if i'm only allowed to have 10 people in my facility at a time what is my how much money am I making of how many classes I'm going to have and what does that look like for me if I open the doors versus I keep my doors closed? Am I going to make money if I open or am I going to lose money and it would be safer for me financially to keep my doors closed for another week? Got it. Yep. I know. And it's really difficult to stay on top of some of this stuff Mm -hmm. because there's so much information going on. Um, it's just, it's really, it's tough. It is. And it changes daily or sometimes hourly too. You, you hear one thing and then by the evening it's, it's something different and right. you may have had a plan, Hey, we're going to do this tomorrow. And then something else gets released and it pushes you back. Yeah. Well, and I know just because we can open, I think it's a great point that you make just because we can open doesn't mean that we should Right. So it's really important for us as business owners to understand what our numbers are like Mm -hmm. and how much business we can actually do when we're operating at a at a limited capacity or a reduced capacity. Got it. Yeah, that's a great tip. I think one other thing along the lines with that is even looking at your own time as an owner. So, for example, we'll go back to the gyms. If I'm running eight classes per day. And I, as the owner, are running all of them because I need more money to come in and I'm not able to have staff help me at the moment. 
how long is it going to be before I'm burned out? And then I'm not giving the best service to my clients. Yeah, totally get it. What about, um, what about cash and cash flow? I think a lot of business owners think that cash in the bank is the same thing as cash flow. Yep. And and that's really not the case. So, you know, what tell, tell us more about what a cash flow strategy is and why having one is is important. So, I think a lot of what you if you you didn't go to business school or it wasn't something that you were doing continually throughout your life, thinking of how much cash does my business have? It's very easy. Well, I'll look in the bank and that should be my balance. But think of that as only a snapshot in that moment of what your cash is. Because every day you have money coming in and you have money going out. And so looking at your cash flow at any given time, it's going to be changing. Um, And so one of the biggest things that we like to do with our clients is put together a cash flow strategy that usually is like 12 to 13 weeks. And so you're able to plan ahead for things. So The biggest example I always give is with property taxes and taxes. So if you're not planning, you may have $100,000 of property taxes due in April and you have your regular taxes due in April. And if you haven't planned for that ahead of time, you're going to be hit with a bill of, oh my gosh, I forgot that I had to do this and I'm going to have to borrow from my line of credit or I'm going to have to get a loan to be able to cover these. And that's one thing that's really important of having a cash flow strategy is preparing for those things and knowing what's to come and being ready for that. Yeah, got it. Well, and I, my assumption too is certain businesses, their, their accounts receivable and how quickly they're collecting their accounts receivable may be impacted by this, which yep. is in turn going to impact their cash flow, right? Mm-hmm. So it could be you're making, uh, you could see your revenue. Hey, I I made $100,000 this month, but 50% of that has not been collected yet. So really, I've only made $50,000 because people are holding off maybe 30 days, maybe 45 days of paying you. And then you you still have all these expenses going out and not having the income to cover those. Yeah, I think it's it's really easy to fall into the trap that, my business is profitable. I'm okay. And I, I'm sure you've seen it where there's, there's businesses that are profitable, but they can't make it because their cash flow is constrained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. That, well, that's why we're talking, right? right? I don't want this to happen <laughs> to anybody. So what about, uh, what about budgets? Uh, you know, we've all known it. We all hear about budgets all the time. I, look, I'm guilty of this. I don't have a budget for my business. Why is having a budget important and what kind of tips do you have for us to, to get started? Yeah, I, I kind of look at a budget as going hand in hand with a cash flow strategy. Because if I don't have a budget in place, my cash flow is going to be crazy. And so um, some tips around that I would say is look at um, marketing is always one of them, which you know, yes. always has to have a budget salaries should have a budget too. Um, And looking at those and saying, I know I can allocate X amount of dollars based off of maybe what you spent last year is what I like to look at. And that gives you a base of what you would want to spend. And then you can plus or minus that depending on how your business is doing, which is kind of where the cash flow strategy would then come into place to help with that. 
So if I see that my cash flow is going up and down, I may want to reduce my budget for X amount of services that are not giving me as high of a return in the moment or re-strategize how I want to use those. Yeah. Where, how, with, with budgets, m- most, in, in any business that I've ever owned, the largest portion of a budget has been um, employees. Mm-hmm. How, you know, when you're looking at cutting, I think it's, if you need to, um, that's the first place that most people go. Yeah. But it may not always be the best place to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would agree with you. You know, your employees are what make your company run. And if you don't have them, you don't treat them well or provide them with what they need, that's going to show. And your right. business may not be doing so well if you start cutting that. Uh, there's an author that wrote a book called Simple Numbers. Uh, his name is Greg Crabtree. He's a CPA. And he has a philosophy about that that I've adopted that's been very helpful in explaining to cl- uh, clients is look at your employees as you would a baseball team. You have X amount of dollars that are allocated to have players on your team. And that's it. You can't go over it. And if you look at your strategy behind what I can pay my employees, I know I have X amount of dollars that are allocated this year. And that means if I already gave a raise, I can't give any more raises. But I can give a bonus based on how we're doing and looking at it that way. Because if you're just giving those incremental raises of, oh, $2 here, three or four times a year, then then you're running out of budget of dollars that are going to salaries. Yeah. And so he had a real, it just his structure of how he explained it, it makes a lot of sense. And I've seen companies really adopt that and then go more towards a bonus structure if somebody is doing extra well. And then we look at it next year, let's put together a new budget then for salaries. Yeah, uh, that's a really good tip. You know, I saw an article, this was kind of in mid to late March when this whole thing started to hit. Um, and I can't remember the name of the company, but it was fascinating. They, It was a payment processing company and their revenue just like plummeted overnight. And they looked at it. They knew that if things didn't change, they were going to go out of business in short order. And rather than making this decision about, hey, we need to cut employees. This is what we're going to do. Rather than making those decisions in a box, they actually reached out to all of their employees. And it was amazing that they basically left these decisions up to their employees. And they were very open and honest about it and said, hey, this is our current situation. This is where we're at. What recommendations do you have and what can you do to help? And everybody in the company voluntarily took a pay cut. Some took more than others, you know, they took what they could and it enabled them to keep all of their staff. They had no layoffs and they're able to, you know, at least weather this storm for a much longer period of time than they may have otherwise. And they now have much more engaged employees because they got people that are that are working there and they know that the company cares about their employees. Yeah, and I think that that's a big part of culture yeah. of what you're building in a company. There, there's another book called The Great Game of Business, and um, 
can't think of his name offhand at the moment, but he brought that into his company as well. Everybody knew from all the way down to the janitor to the executive of what the numbers were of the company and how, how they worked and how to better understand them. And then it, there was a better buy-in by the employees to want to make the company better. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot to be said for transparency. Mm-hmm. I know some some business owners are, are a little fearful of really opening up the hood and yep. letting people take a, take a look, but I guess it depends on what camp you fall in, but uh, it can be a really good thing to be extremely transparent with, mm-hmm. with employees and your yeah. team. So that's awesome. Christy, I um, I really do appreciate you taking the time to yeah, thank dig you. into some of this stuff with me. Where where can people learn more about you? So you can go to uh, my website, thefitnessaccountingfirm.com, and we got a whole bunch of different blog posts on there to help you with cash flows, to understanding um, financial statements, and then we have some white paper strategies to help you set up your own cash flow statement and understand how to put a strategy together. And yeah. we're always around to hop on a call and walk you through a process and you know, be there to help you navigate your business through this time. Cool. That's awesome. Well, guys, if you need help, reach out to Christy. She knows what she's doing and she's a great resource. Um, again, I am Tim Fitzpatrick with Rialto Marketing. Really appreciate you taking the time to tune in. And just remember, marketing your business should not be a challenge. All you need is a plan. Take care. Till next time. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Rialto Marketing Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about us and how we help businesses grow, or simply check out the show notes, visit us on the web at www.rialtomarketing.com. That's www.rialtomarketing.com.